0: What's up everybody welcome to the third episode of those damn sports today is tuesday october 26th and currently it's about 6 10 p.m as always my name is ben rubino ryan harlan i am adres los santos and we're all the hosts of the show today so let's start out the podcast we have a lot to go into this week beaver sports was very active and very successful it was very chaotic this weekend for sure. very chaotic <laughs> but let's start off something pretty light and easy a little icebreaker as we like to do the Atlanta Braves made it into the World Series not too long ago. World Series is now set between Atlanta and Houston. Um,
1: Why'd you gotta bring it up then? Well, you know so, I'm a it's just you, how it is. You know, I'm a Dodgers fan, and you and off the bat, you bring in this pain and sorrow to the podcast.
0: My bad. Dodgers <laughs> played well. Dodgers. Played, I'm deep down a San Francisco Giants fan. Okay. That was a that was a tough matchup earlier in the playoffs, but you know, it's always good to see Californian teams representing.
1: Of course, but. Of course.
0: Uh, this World Series, Atlanta and Houston. Houston, not too long ago, was in the World Series. Faced a couple allegations over their fairness. Trash
2: cans. <laughs> lots of them. <laughs> as yeah, as you
0: like to explain it. Yeah. So let's just get a simple World Series prediction. Best of sevens. Uh, best of seven series. Who's going to come out with four wins first? I got to say Atlanta. Going bring Atlanta? Wait, bring it we, back to the oh, A. Are we
1: going Atlanta like in six oh, and yeah. five? Okay,
0: Atlanta, Atlanta in six. Atlanta four to two.
1: So you're in Atlanta 42 right now? Yeah. Interesting. Atlanta Interesting. over Houston.
0: I can't root for Houston.
1: Yeah, yeah me neither. Me
0: neither. Me neither. Me neither. I, I
2: got the Braves in seven. Uh, they remind oh, me seven. of Damn, Okay. So they remind me series. of the Washington Nationals team that those same Houston Astros faced in 2019.
1: Well, I think we're all going to Atlanta on this one because I'm going to Atlanta. I'm going to Atlanta in six just because I feel like that, that seems reasonable. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to Atlanta in six for sure. All right, we
0: got the same prediction on that one So to start off the week of beaver sports we had ourselves a little bit of an upset Ooh, the former number eight seed in the whole country Oregon State soccer men's team by the way they Upset number one Washington with a score of three to two in Seattle. It was quite the game it came down to I believe there were Were there any penalty kicks in this game? There was
1: one it was one penalty kick in the 80th minute. That's what that's quick game to win, essentially. I don't know. I don't know who committed the foul, but I remember reading about it. It was like the 80th minute. uh, and then like um God they made the goal and they were they won. Which that's crazy because I believe that's their first time winning against a number one program. I can double check right now if the Wi-Fi. Oregon State. Wi-Fi. I gotta love I it. I think
2: that it, I think you're right. That is the first time because
0: I the they, last they time drew. they played a one seed. They
2: drew. Yeah, it was a yeah, tie. They drew. They okay. drew yeah. They drew.
0: But now with the win, Oregon State improves to nine one and two, and now four zero and one in the Pac-12. So that uh, that gives them the top spot in the conference standings. Looking forward. <laughs> All right. So this uh, so now Oregon State has notched three wins against opponents ranked in. The top 25 this season that was against number three really? yeah Dang. that was against number 23 ucla uh earlier in september number 13 san diego state um early october and now number one washington and it's safe to say the upsets has to give the team some life going forward the soccer team hasn't had this strength or this success in recent years to come i'd have to imagine the program's feeling
1: feeling it right now oh no they're more than feeling it oh, just, just then again it's like Upsets, in the crazy realm that is sports, upsets are bound to happen any time. And the fact that Oregon State has three of them under their belt, it's pretty cool. Pretty significant for the program. Yeah. Oh, who did we have covering that game? Were any uh, of us there? We had, no, we, none of us in Seattle, I wish. Yeah. Oh, wouldn't been the drive. <laughs> but uh, I think, actually, so, funny story So about that. Ryan and I, we were uh, we were helping with uh, Garrett. He's one of our TV producers for KBVR TV. Uh, he was helping out with, we were helping out with Amateur Hour, the show we were doing and i was broadcasting and then alex tweeted me he was covering the game and alex alex uh texted me he was like hey we beat washington and i was like well i was like what do you what and then he was like yeah we're going to beat washington 3 to 2 number one team in the country and i was like you i was like what and i was mid broadcast and i was like what so i took my headset off ran over to ben paul ran over to steven our broadcast advisor and i was like steven 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 we won we won we won he was like what happened what happened and i was like upset number one team in the country and he was like Report that, report that. So I got <laughs> on Twitter. So I got on Twitter. I tweeted about it. Um, I I shouted him out on the broadcast for a cornhole. And then I texted them. We have like a barometer editor group chat. I texted them. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, we just beat the number one team in the country. I was so ecstatic. In, for a right reason, Ryan. Right? We're like Yeah, no. Exactly. He, 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 I was ecstatic too. <laughs> yeah, I I ran to you. That's right. I ran to you too. <laughs> I told you. Oh man, just any anytime like a, a team upsets a number one team in the country, like I've, it was the equivalent to when Texas A&M beat Bama. Yeah. Oh, when so John Manziel. So <laughs> stat- yeah, I was so <laughs> ecstatic. Or just this year too. I know.
0: I was excited. I have a I have a really good friend that goes to UW and he's a trash talker himself. He's texting me most of the week and, but I wasn't really keeping up with the soccer team until the game itself. And then I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. we just did that. So that was like, insane. What just happened? <laughs> <laughs> what just happened during that game? Let's look at some of the key players who, uh, shined during that. We had. Uh, Tyrone Mondi, he had one goal of three shots, uh, yeah,
1: two shots on goal,
0: two shots on goal.
1: Yeah. Two shots on goal. Then where's the third shot come from? Well, it's just three total, the, shots. The total shots. Three total two shots, shots. Two shots, were on, two shots on, goal. So, on the goal. So when they say like shots in general, it could be like in the direction of the goal, but it doesn't mean it's like near the goal. It's just yeah. like above like the cost. Or if bar. it's
2: saved by the Or goalie. if it's saved,
1: yeah. Did you guys play soccer growing up? Yeah, I was goalie. A little bit, a little oh. bit. <laughs> a little
2: bit.
0: Uh, fun, I was the shortest goalie in my league. Fun fact. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I was the shortest goalie in my league. <laughs> I have a memory. I was, I was goalie once, too, just during a random game. And, but I brought out, like, the goalie gloves, and then I
1: remember getting made fun of because they told me,
0: well, that's not real goalie. That's not how real goalies play.
1: Well, but, I, I, was, I, was, I, I, never, I was punted when I was goalie. I never really – <laughs> well, I threw and punted a lot, and then I would dive, which is like, I didn't need to. But being goalie was fun. Anyway. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, anyway, <laughs> back, back to the game. We, we also digressed. had <laughs> Mohamed TM, uh, one shot on goal, one shot and one goal. So he was very efficient in this game. Uh Goron
1: Gerbert. Goron Gerbert. Goron? Duran. Duron. Jeron. Jaron Jar- Gerbert. Huh? Gerber. All right. I know this because he's my um, he's my friend Peyton's favorite player. Oh, really? Shout out Peyton because she absolutely like is in love with this man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he also contributed to the game. One shot, one shot on goal, and one goal. Then we had Javier Armas He was very active during the game with four shots. Unfortunately, no connections with the goal, but you need someone out there that keeps the D on edge, especially during a long game like soccer.
1: Keep the defense on their toes. Yes.
2: Don't forget Adrian Fernandez with the clutch save, too. Oh, yep. Yeah. Adrian Fernandez.
1: Yeah, got to shout out the Got to respect the goalkeepers are people, too. <laughs> yes. Goalkeepers are
0: people, too, just <laughs> like punters. Don't forget.
1: The Goalkeepers are people, too.
0: <laughs> so who's up next for the Beavers? They're coming back here to Corvallis. I know that. They're they're I think they're up against... Uh, Stanford. Stanford, yes. October 28th. And
1: then Two they days. Take on, uh, they take on They a team on Halloween Day. California. Uh, California, Berkeley. Yes. Berkeley.
0: Uh, both of those matches are slated for a 3 p.m. start if you're looking to go to Ooh. those games. Uh, but if not, they'll also be broadcasted on Pac-12 Network.
1: That'd be a dope way to spend Halloween. They actually would, watching We're some soccer. Watch some, ah, I'm so down. Gentlemen, where are you going?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have a Halloween costume yet. I'm so what? behind on Halloween.
1: I know, me either. I'm slacking. I'm looking I'm looking to be i <laughs> I'm a, literally uh, in my costume right now, guys. I
0: know. I, All guys, right. I'm wearing... I'll, I'll describe Andres right now <laughs> to the listeners. So... There's the movie Aladdin. Yes, my favorite movie. He's the genie. He's got himself on a comfy onesie. Literally genie
1: head to toe, little ponytail and all on top of the head. He looks great. I know. I figured it's Halloween weekend. I might as well, you know, wear my costume. And I actually I wore it Monday because I'm not gonna see my team except you guys on Halloween. So I was like, I'll see you Friday. Yeah. I'll see you Friday. Yeah. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. We're getting we're getting off topic a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Um, should we talk about um actually not some breaking news, but literally before this podcast got on, yeah. I was sitting in class and I got an email that said the gymnastics schedule finally got released. Finally. Literally at this moment. I know like I've been waiting for this. A lot of gymnastics fans have been waiting for this. Well, let's um, look at it. Yeah, let's look at it. So um I can break it down a little bit because I'm the one that's uh breaking the news, I would say. Definitely lead so, us to it. So November is nineteenth, Friday. No time yet, but um, that's when they'll have their orange and black exhibition, Same thing as a scrimmage. You get to, you get to come and like see how the team's looking, see how they're gonna compete. I will be there for sure because I love gymnastics. I covered it all last year. It was very fun. Plus Jade Carey will be there too, so there's more reason. Woohoo! January eighth. Oh, yes. Yep, January eighth, all day. Uh, the, the Collegiate Challenge in Anaheim, California. I think that tournament's being held by an actual uh Olympic medalist. Let me double check on that. Yeah, so um, hosted by Olympic gold medalist Amanda Borden in Anaheim, California. So apparently, uh, I guess the only po- it says on the email the only podium competition on the West Coast features six top gymnastics programs and league com- competitors, including Arizona, Arizona State, Cal, Oregon State, UCLA, and Washington. Oh, cool, cool. So it's kind of like a mini Pac Twelve. It's a sort of mini Pac Twelve tournament kind of yeah. invitational. Yeah.
0: Start of the season, huh? exactly. That's,
1: a, that's a, what the hell. What what a heck of start of the season! Does that
0: stuff affect their record at all? Or I, I'm
1: not too sure. I, I don't maybe because it's, it's not technically an in conference yeah. competition, so we'll have to see how that goes. Uh, after that, January 15th at Saturday, at 7 p.m., kind of like a quad meet, so they'll have they'll host Boise State, Washington, and San Jose State. Mm-hmm. Um, Washington, pretty good gymnastics program. That's um, and that's in the in, in Corvallis. And then my favorite one that I'm excited for the most is January 23rd. Excuse me, Sunday, 2 p.m., they host UCLA. And as you and I know, gentlemen, UCLA is a powerhouse in terms of just gymnastics. Yes, they are. I remember um, speaking to UCLA, my my freshman year when I started covering gymnastics, uh, I I went to actually go watch the UCLA and Oregon State gymnastics meet, and it was like the most electric thing I've ever seen. Yeah, literally, it was the equivalent to research, I will say. (laughs) Really? Yeah, I, I will say. Wow. I will say yeah, it was the equivalent to research, just like like the landed routine, like, ah, crazy stuff. Then January 29th, they're going to be on the road um, at California. California, another um, hi- um, historic program in terms of gymnastics. And then February 5th, 5.30 p.m., uh, Beavers host Arizona State, the Sun Devils. February 13th, Washington again. And then February 18th at Utah. Bring it back home February 25th on Friday, 7.30 p.m., versus the Stanford Cardinals, or Cardinal, mm-hmm. not, not the Cardinals. And then March 4th, will be at Arizona. And then March 13th, it's going to be another quad meet um, versus Denver, Arkansas, and Nebraska. That'll be in Denver. And then March 19th will be the Pac-12 Championship that's going to be in um, West Valley City, Utah. It's always in Utah. Did the team go last year? They did. They did win last year. Oh, awesome. Uh, I think Maddie Dagan, she qualified for the vault event for national for regionals, regionals. Awesome. And then... Um, the actual NCAA championship will take... Oh, it's regionals, which takes place the weekend of March 31st to April 2nd. And then NCAA championships takes place April 15th and 16th in Fort Worth, Texas. So lots unpacked, gentlemen. Uh, and uh, so the 2022 Oregon State team, they feature 13 returning letter winners with some veterans, including uh, Maddie Dagan, Kayla Bird, Christina Peterson, Caitlin Yanish All those um, gymnasts are very decorated and very skilled. I know Christina Peterson, she was recognized... Last year, because she, she was an all around gymnast, I mean, she did she did all the events in one meet, mm-hmm. which I could barely do one. <laughs> so the fact she does all four says a lot to her character. And then um, Kayla Yanish is cool because uh, she actually she would have graduated last year, but because of COVID nineteen, she came back um, this she year
0: as the extra year of eligibility.
1: And then uh, so in terms of that, Beavers have nine new faces. Uh, I'll name a few. Obviously, you got Jade Carey. You know, know Jade Carey is. Uh, there's Carly Beeman, Natalie Brians, Carly Chavez. Kaylen Garcia, Phoebe Yabajuszczyk. I believe I'm saying that right. Sorry if I'm not. Lauren Lesich, Trinity Powell, and Brianna Yamamoto. So, lots to unpack there, gentlemen. Uh, in terms yeah. of, so, you got some you got some key players coming back. Oh, excuse me, key gymnasts coming back and some new gymnasts. Definitely be on the lookout for gymnastics this year. And uh, so, last season, the Beavers' season the, uh, came to an end at, at the NCAA Athens Regional. After finishing second on vault, they scored 49.175 and third on four, which is 49.400. But they finished fourth overall at the event and only top three advance. Mm-hmm. So they were pretty much they're were, they were on the brink of making it, making it to nationals. I'm and
0: looking at some of their past scores. I wanted to dive into the uh, UCLA matchup because they have a long tenured history between yeah, each other. They do. Where UCLA is dominating. But looking at all the scores between the two, dating back to 1999, are gymnastics scores always this close to each other? With like a a 194 to 194.575. Yeah, it's and it's crazy. 196 UCLA wins by two points. UCLA has beat us by a marginal amount in almost every matchup.
1: Yeah, you're right. No, like gymnastics is one of those sports where it's like every little thing matters cuz pretty much the way it works so uh I believe oh darn. How does it work? Okay, I got it. I remember it. I remember it. I've been a gymnast in a while, hmm. uh, so it's one event. Both teams compete. So, for example, if one team is competing in the vault event, the other team is competing simultaneously in the uneven bars event, just because that's the way like the placement is. So, uh, six gymnasts go for that one <laughs> event. I have to th- I have to rethink about that. Six gymnasts go, and then they take off the lowest score, add all the five together, and then divide it by I think five. Okay. Right? So the highest you can score on a on an actual like event itself is fifty points. 50, okay. fifty even. And they take the five individuals from their team who place the highest mm-hmm. and add them all up. Okay. And then so like but there's like so it's like for vault if you like if you like land like if you fall you lose a couple points if you like land and then take a step forward you lose a couple points. Mm-hmm. Gymnastics is it's it's an art in terms of just like how they're scored. Uh, Ryan, you ever been to gymnastics meet? No, I haven't. Oh, you need to go, no. we're going to one. We're Neither going to. Have one. I, one. We're, but... we're, we're gentlemen, we're all going to gymnastics <laughs> I, I, I'd love meet. I want to go. I want to get into it. <laughs> November 19th, <laughs> clear your schedule. I've watched <laughs> gymnastics
2: when the Olympics is on, but yeah. outside yeah. of that, it's not so much. I will
1: say covering gymnastics has like at least for me, it's it's made me respect the sport even more just cuz the work they do and like like the, the training they go through is insane. Like I, I get anxiety every time I watch them. It's just all like right. <laughs> it's it's like insane. But yeah, definitely gymnastics, it's so much fun. It's been up for that. And quite frankly, I am excited, and I cannot wait for November 19th, because I will be on the front row, screwing my head off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can't wait for that either. That sounds like it's going to be a great time. A great season, too. Great, great opponents. Th- yeah. Should we go into football? Yeah. Okay. Oregon State had themselves a great comeback win over the University of Utah Utes this past Saturday. Oregon State now 5 and 2 has snapped a five game losing streak to Utah. Uh, they won the game 42 to 34 after being down 14 to 0 in the first quarter and 24 Gosh. to 14 at halftime. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that first quarter. Um, <laughs> that first quarter was, was You want to talk what
1: you want to talk about that Ryan? <laughs> Uh everything <laughs> that could have gone wrong it went wrong. Went wrong.
0: It was probably the first time this season where I I was inside Research Stadium as a fan. Yeah, I hate right. to admit it but I was like, "Oh man, the Old Beavers are back.
1: Oh, you were one of those? We're oh, back. And,
0: uh, I know. I felt bad <sighs> about it, but then we quickly start turning around. BJ Baylor scores. We had the Luke Musgrave blocked punt. Oh, my God. Except that was in the second half. That gave we, us should, the lead we should break the
1: down this game quarter by quarter. We I should. Thought, that's the right thing to do. That, so that, much, that, does, so it that yeah. does it justice. That does it justice. Because of how say, insane this game was. I will, I will say, um, because broad, I broadcasted this game once again with Ben Paul, mm-hmm. Um there was, like, one point where, like, I think it was the the, the turnover from Nolan happened in the, in the first quarter. Yeah, right? where he fumbled there it. There was a part where, like, he fumbled it, and then Ben and I just turned, and we just, like, looked at each other, like, what the heck, man? And then, obviously, in the broadcast booth, we can't be biased, but Ben, Paul, and I were, like, like on winter commercial break, we are like, what the heck just happened? Like, uh, what
0: is going on? We should get into that a little bit later, because that seems like a reoccurring issue with Nolan just being able to hold the ball. Bit. And especially key situations where you do not want to turn over the ball. But...
1: Oh, before we move on, can we talk about the attendance there? Yeah, what is it? So, I, I I don't know about you guys, but I, for one, I love, like, looking at the attendance of sporting events. It just seems so fascinating to me. Yeah, uh, 30,203 people came to cheer on the beers. Wow. Yeah. That's, like, literally, which was crazy because, I mean, Ben and I, we got there early. We always get there later with the mm-hmm. setup. And there was, like, no one there, right? Yeah. First quarter, even, like, the first quarter seemed empty for some reason. Yeah, you called me when I was still outside yeah, the I stadium. Yeah, I, I literally called Ben, and I was like, Hey, Ben, are you in the stadium yet? And he was like, Nah, and it was like 420. I was like, What are you doing? No, it wasn't 420 quite yet. <laughs> but it, was already, <laughs> it was right there. <laughs> it was right there. But, yeah, we are still just outside the stadium. But, but yeah, nonetheless, it, just, it seemed empty. So the fact that it says 30,000, it's...
0: I know, that's crazy. It's pretty cool. I mean, especially in Oregon with all of our mandates and such, there's always a worry if we're going to get attendance to the in-person games. That's but true. But seeing 30,000... I mean, That's, willingly coming, yeah. uh, cooperating with all the uh, things we have to. In this I do know and someone age. that did not go to the game. That was me.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had it you on have, while I was doing homework. You uh, had me for a I was like, what? You just but, called him out.
2: Yeah, I had it on while doing homework. I had to finish up a 10-page paper for uh, one of my classes. It's
1: I don't, on, blame. It's on, Ryan. Yeah, I don't we, blame you. Ryan did the smart thing, right? Because <laughs> rightfully so, I had an essay due. Monday and I was like halfway done, but I was like, Nope, I'm calling the game. Yeah, and then no. Ryan did the smart thing. I wish I, I wish I, I could follow Ryan's shoes and be like, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Beaver football takes the priority over it everything does. though, Ryan. Come on, Ryan. You're on the podcast, man. We got we gotta cooperate with yes. this. <laughs> but yeah, I will say, this game, this first quarter, so yeah, literally, um Utah scores uh 14-0. Yeah, with 7:19
0: left in the first quarter, they're up 14-0. Yeah. Kicking it back off to Oregon State.
1: And then um, obviously, like no time left in the first quarter, uh, Anthony Gold does a 14-yard, excuse me, 14-yard rush, uh, Another sweep run. Zone. Sweep run, yeah. From the that right to the left. Run, it works. That sweep run works. It works. And yeah. did you notice that Oregon like Oregon State wasn't utilizing that much in the first quarter mm-hmm. and then Utah kind of was? And then Oregon State defense kind of stopped Utah from running that play. And Oregon State was just running all around them. Like, yeah, Josiah Iris, Trayson Harrison, Anthony Gould. Mm -hmm. Um, That was a phenomenal play uh, just to watch. And then second quarter, um, Oregon State Beavers, it turned it up. Couple of different notches.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Jack Coletto, uh, the Swiss Army knife, as we all know and love him. Uh, he got his first receiving touchdown I in know. his career. It was weird to see. It was really weird. <laughs> it was weird to see, but <laughs> I loved it. Even Ben Pauly, like, we, we were calling the game, and he was like, "Is that Jack Coletto?" <laughs> and I was like, "The Swiss Army knife?" Yup. <laughs> we just like we were like, "Whoa!" And then obviously like I'm, I play a lot on Madden, so mm-hmm. I was like, "He used to throw them, and now he's receiving them." You know, like, <laughs> typ- <laughs> typical announcer. I thought it was a good call, <laughs> but yeah, just.
0: He really is the Team
1: Swiss Army knife. Really is. We, really, I mean. we really need to get
2: him out there and just get him to punt one game, just for, oh, just, for just, just for giggles, just to giggle. see him,
1: just to see him punt. Have like, like, lo- like as a receiver? <laughs> it's, a, it's a fake punt. Loach <laughs> lo- lo- <laughs> lo- <choose> a receiver.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that could be good. So at that point of the game, um, when Jack Leto scored, there were seven minutes left in the second quarter. Mm-hmm. Utah was up seventeen to seven before the score. After the kick from Everett Hayes, the score is now seventeen to fourteen. Right. Um, going in. Looking at wanting to get a stop before the second half, knowing Oregon State, we received the ball to start the second half. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, they
1: did receive the ball. Yes, yeah, they, yes, yeah, because they, they, Utah scored in the first drive.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, Utah did score within the final minute of the first half. Their running back Tavion Thomas had a three-yard run, putting them up 24 to 14. At this point in the game, <laughs> I was a little worried. Oh no! Every could, I'm
1: you could hear a pin drop in the press press box when yeah. uh, they scored again.
0: That we. No one wanted uh, Utah to score at that moment of the game. We wanted the momentum heading into second half, mm-hmm. get a speech from Coach Smith, have the team recuperate, come back out, ready to play the football that they know they can play. And they did that in the second half. They scored quickly. Within four, no, within five minutes, uh, Trayvon Bradford received an 11-yard pass from Chance Nolan. Um, and shortly after that, just three minutes oh. later, uh, Oregon State forced – Utah to a punt. Mm-hmm. Their punt was about 20 yards outside of their end zone. Yeah, about to that 20-yard line. Luke Musgraves and two to three other Oregon State defensive special teams players ran towards the punter, jumped up, put their arms out, and Luke Musgrave caught his hand on the ball, sent it to the ground, and had a perfect bounce. Oh, my God. Perfect bounce right back up into the air for him to catch it, snag it, and run it for about 27 yards. Can, can we talk about end. that play yeah. a little bit?
1: Oh, my gosh. That, that that play put him up 28 to 24. It did. It did. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> I remember it was crazy because uh, so before broadcasting, uh, I guess what I do is I, I print out. You guys saw my game notes that yeah. I print out and I highlight everything. And they have one side on there is the last time Oregon State blocked a punt was against Cal last year. Last time they returned a punt for a touchdown was against Arizona back in 2011. Right? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Been a 10 while. Ten years ago. So, so like I'm looking at the play, and then I'm looking at the formation from me from Utah, and it's it, literally, it was one snap, like the long snap was in the middle, and then like the other defenders were like three feet from him, and I was like, that's an odd formation, okay? And yeah, so it was the four defenders are random, him, and this this is scary. Imagine you're the punter and you see Riley Sharp, Jack Coletto, Luke Musgrave, and Josiah Irish running at you. That's scary. I'm, <laughs> I'm uh, dropping the ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Yeah. Then, no.
2: And also, thank you to Yogi Roth for this. While I had the game on, too. Uh, for Utah, this was the first block punt that they had since 2012 against Utah State.
1: Really? Yes. Wow. Wow. I figured that was
2: a valuable stat to bring up too. And Like Coach Coach Kyle Winningham, his teams are really good on special teams, and it's well, very it rare that you get something like that. Uh, in a game from from his, one of his teams. And it happened again. We had a second block punt. That's what too I later say. on, was
1: yeah. But unfortunately, it we had two number eights on the field. Yeah. yeah, No, literally, yeah. I remember, so block punt happened. And then from, I'll tell you I'll t- from the broadcaster point yeah, of view. Yeah, you were up the there. View. I was up there, right? Um, so, obviously, so the way it works in the broadcast room is like, Ben and I, kind of like how it is now, like we're in a separate room. And mm-hmm. then everyone else is like over there. Okay. So Ben, Paul, and I. We were like, oh, black punt, another one, black punt, beavers are going, beavers are going, flag on the play. And then we, like they, they said, we heard like like illegal equipment, two, two players in the field. We were like, what? So Ben, Paul, and I, we had a moment, we took outside off, and he was like, go find out who that was. So I ran outside, <laughs> ran outside the room, and then I'm asking all the reporters, I'm like, hey, who was it, who was it, who was it? They had no idea. And so finally, after like, I started running back and forth inside the press box, so finally it was like, okay, it's either 21 or 8. And number eight for both teams is um, Trevon Bradford. He's the punt receiver. And then EJ Jones, he's the defender. Mm-hmm. So it made sense why um, both of them would be on the play at the same time. And then obviously, like, it, it's like it's, it's dumb that it happened. But, I mean, you can't really be mad because as a coach, that's the last thing on your mind. You know, that's like you send players out. It's like, yeah. oh, are they both wearing eight? You know, that's the last thing on your mind. You can't really get too mad about it. People were pissed, though. Right? Well, right. Rightfully, so. rightfully so. Rightfully we so. We could have had
0: another block point and put ourselves in a better situation. Yeah. But
2: circumstances with injuries and then ejections, targeting yeah. and all that stuff oh, kind that, that of targeting, limited that's, us. That's targeting. So the targeting it,
0: call was tough. I saw it. I actually didn't see the Jaden Grant targeting call uh, live. I did. I saw What? You were there. I was there, but I saw <laughs> I saw the targeting call. Were you, were you where on your phone? For OSU. Uh, okay. okay. Oh, I completely missed it. J- yeah, I completely missed it. It's because Ben was Jane on his Grant phone. Ben, was not on my ben phone. Ben was on at his phone. His game. <laughs> <Expo's> <laughs> <laughs> I swear, he comes, comes up with fake things. all the time. <laughs>
1: Me, <laughs> but what? I'm a truthful broadcaster. That's gonna
0: <laughs> the ejection's gonna hurt us a little bit versus Cal next week because Jane Grant is now forced to sit out the first half of that game.
1: Oh, they, they changed the rules? Yeah. So it's the get targeted, of the next game. It's four quarters. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that makes
0: sense. Okay. So that happened earlier this year with Oregon's Kayvon Thibodeau. Had a targeting call. Oh. Set out the first half, came in second half. So now we're going to have the same from one of our best defensive players on the field.
1: Speaking of best defensive players, um, Alton Julian. He Alton he, Julian with he 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 a, a
0: season-ending injury. T- oh, season-ending? Season-ending. Yeah, season-ending. Season oh, ending. no. He even
1: tweeted. On Twitter is something I'll find. I, I know while you're looking for that. I know just like Ben and I were we're watching and then we're just like, whoa, it's like what just happened because obviously like injuries like injuries suck. They're they're common in the, in not just the football world but in the sports world in yeah. general. And they they're horrible. And then like we're just like hoping hoping everything's okay. Uh Ben, yeah. you got that tweet out yet? Yeah, about four four hours
0: ago, Alton Julian tweeted, um, just know the speed bump, I gotta get over. I'll be back. Hashtag go beeves he's P's
2: Alton Julian I know but then Fishing I had, I had to recovery. look it up
0: I had to look it up found an Oregon live article that went into a little further detail okay. just saying he's done for the season do the we team, know what injury it is it's no. a knee injury oh it's yeah hasn't I don't know MCL ACL or any uh, of that stuff yeah. that's probably going to come out later this week well I hope he's okay just yeah, yeah, he's, he's an active player on the defensive side of the ball is He's another versatile player. I can think play the safety, player, Yeah, he plays everything. Edge rusher. Can even step in at linebacker if you need him to.
1: I think the player that's below him in the depth chart is Akili Arnold. I think. Yeah. For number really? zero. Uh, he's oh, from, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was a good player too. I remember uh, he's the one that uh, I pretty much solidified the win against uh, last year against Cal when he got his arm up in the air. I keep uh, blocked the kind of tipped the ball in the air. Yeah. and John McCartney came down with it. So he's a good player too. Akili Arnold is a good player.
0: I think we got speaking of defense, the Oregon State defense. <laughs> Um stopped Utah on two fourth and goals throughout the game. With very very pivotal stops stopping Utah from scoring. I don't know who got the breakups. What are you talking about? So we stopped Utah two times on oh, fourth and goal. Austin
1: Julian it was Austin Julian and then Alec Austin. Alec Austin at the end yeah. of the game. And Alex Austin. Because Alex Austin, fun fact, went to my high school. Really? Yeah. Him, and, him and I went an to the LA same boy. middle school and high, and high school. That's awesome. So I actually texted him after the game. I was like, hey, man, congratulations. Like, good job, good job. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it was Alex Austin and Alden Julian. And Alden, that, the both of them were crazy because Alex Austin especially because, like, he had the receiver had it. And yeah. Alex just, like, punched it out I last know. minute. punch <laughs> the out. The old peanut Tillman. The old peanut till <laughs> There was another Utah
0: receiver in the end zone. I swear, he was more wide open than the one really? that the quarterback threw to. But he was just like,
1: oh, just like, no, just hands God. on his head. And I was like, like, like the Justin Fields, uh, <laughs> at the Clemson game was just like hands up in the head. Oh, man. yeah, that game was just no insane. defense, it defense showed great, uh, a, yeah, yeah. a lot defense of great, a lot of great
2: showed up. Ben, don't break.
1: I, I will say though, uh, I'm guilty of this. I wanted to bench Nolan at halftime because really, he, I'm throwing hear me out, who? hear me out, hear me out, Neuer, <laughs> Jebbia, Lack. hear me out, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. You get, you guys missed it. Like Ben and Ben and Ryan just like death stared me, uh. I think I don't know his exact. He was like yards. nine of twelve. He was, no, he was not nine. He was five for seven for thirty-two yards in the first half. Wait, was it first half? No, it was nine of twelve. Oh, nine, 9 for twelve. Okay, nine, yeah. nine for twelve for thirty-two yards. And I was like, okay, great, same old, same old. You know, can't throw. I, I didn't want. I didn't want to bench Nolan. I will say I'm. I'm guilty of it. I, mm-hmm. I hated admitting it, but I, I. told Ben Paul on the broadcast. I'm like. I'm like. At what point? Like, at what point do you finish or do you? Do you bench Nolan. To which Ben Paul said, "You're crazy." On there, he said, "He said you're crazy. No, we're not benching Nolan. Sure enough, they didn't bench Nolan. And he had an I'm amazing game. There.
0: Do you know his ending stats? He ending was stats.
2: 14, was like 14 for, 19. for 19. 208 passing yards and two touchdowns to finish the game. Yeah. Yeah, so he
1: shut me up real quick, which I'm glad he did. <laughs> but It was, it was a,
0: um, a game similar to his performances against Hawaii, USC, USC. Idaho, I believe.
1: USA comes to mind first, though. Yeah. Because that's the first
0: notable win. It's a say. consistent... I mean, only missed five passes. Yeah. Threw under 20 times. Still got the two-touchdown mark. Which is crazy.
1: Yeah, he doesn't throw it that much. He doesn't do throw that much. He gets big plays. I think, has, I think it's because... He's got big he, play receivers. Yeah, like Tajon yeah. and Lindsey. He's got and Lindsey, and Bradford.
0: Bradford had that the crazy. touchdown to... They were already up in the game. They extended their lead. I think um, it was...
1: Uh, actually,
0: no, they were down.
1: They were down at one point. Yeah,
0: we... Yeah. We were down thirty-one to twenty-eight because of a Tavion Thomas one-yard touchdown run, with three minutes left in the game. Trayvon Bradford had a ten-yard run uh, to put them up thirty-five to thirty-one, mm-hmm. and then we ended the game uh, in the fourth quarter with ten minutes left with a B.J. Bailey eight-yard touchdown run, put us up forty-two to 34 31, and, and then Utah, thirty-one. You yeah. the field goal. You took their
1: field goal, and then tried to try to do the classic Pat McAfee and uh, try to get the ball back, and it didn't work. Didn't no, work.
0: Didn't work. There were some awards given from this game. Oh, were there? To three of our Oregon State players. We had Offensive Player of the Week, BJ Baylor, in the Pac-12. Special Teams Player of the Week, Luke Musgrave, thanks to his blocked punt. Blocked punt. And then Defense, no, lineman of the Week. Lineman was Nuskabonum. Yeah, Nuskabonum. 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 First time guy.
2: since 2006, three players recognized in the same week from Oregon State. Plus, the State of Oregon sweeped the Pac-12 Weekly
0: Awards was six.
1: Ryan, it was you are six. you are a walking dictionary. You know, I, not di- you are a walking encyclopedia. I swear yeah, Ryan. Yeah. This is your role I in was, the podcast.
2: <laughs> yeah, this was this was this was impressive. But, I mean like even then too regardless of the weekly awards, Trey Lowe had a big game, Trevon Bradford had a big game. No Trey suits. Sean Harrison had big games. Trey Lowe could not be stopped by Utah,
0: especially on third down. And on third down, no third way. Down. <laughs> no way. No way could I like seeing Trey Lowe get the ball and do his work. It's nice having three reliable running backs at this yeah. point.
1: I know, like that, that, fact that it's three running backs and they all can like be so like such a threat and yeah. so lethal. Um, yeah. Oregon's and the relationship or and they have to have, have with oh, and, each
0: other on the sideline, yeah. Understanding, honestly, yeah. Understanding, like, all right, I know you might be the star, B.J. Baylor. Let's work together here, and they all do it at the same time. They. do. They really get a good. So it's not just one. Speaking it's of all three. DJ
2: Baylor, fourth game hitting the century mark. Ooh. yeah, he's gonna be on a be roll.
1: I, I really like I like all three running backs because they all have my favorite numbers: four, five, and twenty-one. So. I'm a little bit biased but i love this running back room <laughs> it's this running back room is great it's insane the fact that it's three stars too and like yeah. I none of them are selfish too no yeah they just they do their role they, they get the first down and they come back on the field celebrate do it rinse and repeat it's it's incredible especially like like last year was like jamar jefferson you know was the guy. was the guy and now oregon state has three guys that are yeah. a huge threat. i will say though Trey Lowe, he's, he's more, I guess it's more like a receiver back, like a oh, he's quick Change your pace back. Yeah. Change yeah. of pace back, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, running he's back by really committee illu- is what you want. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. really elusive, I will say. Very,
0: very elusive. But it's safe to say now, I mean, football as a whole, but the Pac 12 especially is running through the state of Oregon. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Oregon yeah. State and Oregon still tied, both of them tied for first in the Pac 12 North. Oregon State just beat the leader of the Pac 12 South. You mean, And not to be punny here, but. All schools have really great running backs. And we really run. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we really yeah, run yeah, the state all. of Oregon.
2: We a Utah team that was unbeaten. We college. run the running Is back that room. joke hit? Let's go. <laughs> Woo.
1: I was saving that one all day. Uh, what were, were you thinking of it? You were in class and you were like, I got it. I got it. I got it. Let it. me write this one down. <laughs> I will say, so speaking of that like UCLA and uh, Oregon game. Yeah. So that happened uh, like the fourth quarter, like the last two minutes were like minutes before a kickoff. So. All of us in the press, like the press box, watching the game. I, I was already set up, and i we were watching the game. I'm watching with like Josh Warden and like a couple other guys from like Beaver Blitz, watching the game. And then, uh, like we're just like, oh come on, come on! Like you say, like come on, come on, come on! We're rooting for them, right? And then the quarterback throws a pick, and like I forgot who who comes down with it, but throw a pick, and you hear a loud like fudge. <laughs> a lot. Of, just people a were like, people, <laughs> were. people were like, oh you heard one, and, and like did you? Other, other guys like, well, there goes that. And I'm just like. And even the SID is watching. Everyone's so invested in this game. Like Georgina, she was watching the game. <laughs> <laughs> or Georgina, our writer, was watching the game. Oh, man. Speaking of Georgina, I will, I will give her a little shout-out, too, because uh, she this was her first football game that she covered yeah. as, as one of our writers. And she, I think she did a good job. I think she did a really good job. You, you should have seen her. I'm sorry, Georgina, for listening to this. But uh, <laughs> you should have seen her Like when she got to like the her seat and the, like, our, the radio room. She was like like a deer in headlights she was like oh my god this is so cool it was like like when you're like your first time going to vegas you know see all the bright colors yeah it was like that she was just like oh this is so cool like oh my goodness <laughs> and then like we brought in the like the broadcast room and then she was like you guys have all this room and i was like yeah look, we broadcast and then um so far a halftime show she was at the entire time watching and then like she was like i was like you know Oregon State defense used to wake up and she'd be like in the corner like nodding her head <laughs> agreeing with me <laughs> And then we got off the air. Like ben and I took our headset off. Like, okay, quick minute break, Jen. All right, cool, quick minute. Headset off, Stretch a little bit. We turn around, and her mouth was, like, wide open. She was like, that was so good. Because <laughs> it was oh all about it. You should have seen it, Ben. It was such a good time. But, yeah, shout-out Georgina. Uh, really good writer and uh, really enthusiastic sports fan, I would yeah. say. I Speaking love
2: of writing, I finally
0: got cleared yesterday. Yes, that is true. Let's Woo! go, Ryan.
1: Ryan finally got cleared to work, so expect some articles from him.
0: Yes. So any listeners, come work for us. Have some fun. Yeah. Write about sports. If you're
1: interested in writing about sports, uh, hit me up. My email is omn.sports.oregonstate.edu. Ben, does your email even work? I do not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's an IT issue, I swear. It is an IT issue. But no, if you want to reach me, you can find me at uh, RabinoB. That's R-A-B-B-I-N-O-B at oregonstate.edu you i'm the assistant sports editor so either me or andres if you have any questions
1: yeah and then we'd love to hear from you guys you know if you, honestly tell you what if you make it this far in the podcast send me an email telling me what your favorite part was so far i'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do a test yeah, please honestly <laughs> i would love to hear from you guys but yeah honestly that football game i could go on and on about it. just
2: i know the fact i want to know what that halftime speech was because i, I was about ready to run through a I wall seeing that team's energy like
1: whatever they need whatever like Whatever the coach gave them, the whatever adrenaline, whatever speech they gave him, I wanted to be in there. It's something we keep seeing from Coach Smith. He shows <laughs> us coach Smith's secret
0: stuff. He's doing something <laughs> he's doing with something. this team over
1: these past years. Something I mean, in the air, some Corvall- Something, <laughs> something's in the water <laughs> here. The but I think that I will say, I if the fact that if this team woke up at halftime and they're were like we're so ready to dominate, it goes to show. I don't think John Smith was worried at halftime. No, I mean, no. I don't think could he see, was worried.
0: I was reading an article about this. Um... We're down 14-0. Mm. The fans are starting to get a little worried about it, but you can never tell it by looking at no, Coach Smith's face. Such no. a good poker face. Such a good poker face. One of the best in coaching, probably. I in think that the goes to, that
1: shows like the trust he has for his team too. Yeah, I think he's like, oh, we got this. You know? He knows it's like, going
0: down 14-0. Yeah, only five minutes had like gone in the game. At, I right, know. Eight minutes had gone in the game at that point. There's a lot I'm, of game to be played, and that's something yeah. that he remembers. The team remembers, and they definitely showed it that they were not done. No, and that's something. Like, we ain't done yet no we ain't done yeah, yet he done probably, done probably yet. said that in the yeah. locker room definitely probably, said it after the game probably
1: broke the clip one half gentlemen <laughs> <laughs> we ain't done yet <laughs>
2: Like I, w- I wanted to be, I wanted to be in the locker room for that speech because I was about ready to. Run I would
1: pay a wall. money to be in that locker room. I don't know, like I was not ready to like storm the field. I was like, when I go down there and like,
0: Ur! I love the team's like dancing, singing, celebration oh, in their yeah. locker room. They do some chant, some OSU football chant.
1: That's just the team too. Speaking of the team, just like you can really tell it's a family aspect. On yeah, there. yeah. They're, they're such they're one big family, which is really, really good. A lot to of them see. have been there for a while. They've been there, like Jaden Grant. Yeah, uh, you know, you got Jebby has been there for a little bit. Alex Austin is a. Junior is my, he's my age. All these guys, like these seniors and like Avery Roberts, they've been there for such a long time. And like, they've seen this, pro- they've seen this like program gone from, you know, being considered as like the bottom of the conference to being at the top of the conference. Yeah. Were like, we projected to finish last in the conference we this finished, year? We
2: uh, to, to, were supposed to finish around. Towards the bottom.
1: bottom the no one's bottom. No, yeah. one no. no one expected
0: this. No one expected. Except the Beavers. Nonetheless. Yeah. Yeah.
1: None and then like, can you imagine, like, guys, we're, we're Oregon State's five and two right now. Five and two record. Not two and five. Five Mm -hmm. and two record.
2: Five and two. Can you imagine
1: next or this Sunday against Cal, if Oregon State does manage to get that win, can you imagine, like, what, like, I think Corvallis would explode. Corvallis could explode. Yeah, because literally it's like, no, fourth (laughs) quarter is like, Corvallis is going to explode because the fact that Oregon State's bowl eligible for the first time since 2013. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe it. I can't believe it either. Like, I, I never pure, thought coming to Oregon an
2: Unadulterated State. chaos yeah, going honestly, on outside. People are running over Corvallos.
1: the shirts up and Corvallo's like, we're doing, we're mad it.
0: I mean, you can see the fans are excited. They already <laughs> stormed the field against Utah. That's the second Which time I stormed in the field. I,
1: did you storm the field, Ben? Yes. Of course you would. <laughs> <laughs> but let me explain myself. I didn't Go, want to. Please, I was peer please.
0: pressured. Um, please. Four of my friends jumped first and I was like, I, it's not worth it, guys. Like, this isn't the win. We just beat Utah. <laughs> yeah. But. You gotta do it. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know how the players feel about it. Honestly, against Utah, I I ran right into Zariah Beeson and I was just (laughs) like, I was like, well, I asked him, how do I get out of here? (laughs) Like, how do I. You asked Zariah Beeson together. Well, after a little time, I was like, how do I get out of here? And he was just like, I don't know hop over. But he was, he didn't he didn't look too happy about like all the fans storming the field against I, a I, 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 I field goal in Washington. I, too, I think the
2: Washington one he might have been a little more understandable. I know of- uh,
0: Washington one was super exciting. This one, you're kind of killing the
1: killing know, the whole meaning of storming str- 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 the field. It's like Washington was understandable because that's like a last second field goal to take the top of the conference. Yeah, yeah. I I I wanted to go down there and storm the field, but yeah. right? yeah. I went down there
2: because I was like, you know what? Why not? Why no. not?
1: Like, this was it. a great win. I
0: know. But, I mean, I can't say I'll never do it again. No, if I'm working, I will not. Better but, not. Yeah. <laughs> I will fire you on the spot. Well, <laughs> I'll, run, if, I'll run straight from the... If
1: I'm broadcasting and I just, like, see like, Ben in, like, a nice, like, shirt, like, what is my <laughs> assistant doing on there? Hey, where's Ben? Where's Ben? Where's Ben? <laughs> I will say, um yeah, Ben Paul and I we, we joked. We we're like, You think the fans are gonna rush the stadium? And then we we're like on the air, like, Oh, they're not gonna do it. And sure enough, I saw one pe- one person hop and I was like, Oh, they're doing it then. Yeah. They're doing it. They're, they're doing, doing it. it. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean I get it. It's exciting. You it's know it's super exciting. Oregon State wins. Oregon State hasn't done Oregon, this in Oregon so long. Oregon State wins, the country wins. That's how I see it. Exactly. exactly. But, exactly. Honestly, I feel like Okay, I'm being honest. How could you hate Oregon State? You can't. Everyone's got it. You can't. Like, how could you hate the team where it's like, oh, like I don't unless you go to Oregon. Well, I mean, who? That's already their bad decision. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, That's that's the reason reason why why they went there
2: in the first place.
1: But yeah, it's like, how could you hate a program that's like they've they've started at nothing and now they're becoming something? How could you hate that?
0: Come on. I'm loving it. Uh, I read some. There were (laughs) there were forty official and unofficial recruits and really. Uh, yeah. transfer people, just people that were came to the Oregon State game. Oh, I did play. see that on Twitter. So yeah. see, see them down 14-0, That's, come back to win, score 42 points. 42.
2: That's gotta leave a good impression. It has to. And Costa that. has
0: to be happy about that. I'm really looking forward to seeing some of the talent Oregon State can get after this year. Oh, for sure. it's gonna be just like basketball, getting what? transfers from other schools. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. Basketball. Transfer. Oh, you, o- Oregon State. <laughs> we talked about basketball in our last podcast. And yeah. That's crazy. Actually, I have a, a member of the basketball team in my uh, my comp class. Let me pull up his name. I know his name is Dexter. Uh, let me see his actual name. Does he have a laboratory?
0: Does he want to come talk?
1: <laughs> Both of you, come down. <laughs> <laughs> Both of you, stop. <laughs> Enough with the jokes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Dexter Acano. Uh, he transferred from Marquette. Marquette? Yeah. Marquette. Awesome. He's 6'5".
0: And, and Wade I talked,
1: out. actually, so we had a we had a project together, and I was like, and I was like, so how's the team looking this year? And he was like, we're looking good, man. I was like, you know, <laughs> we got this, we got that. And I was like, heck yeah. And then I was like, what about a starting lineup? And he was like, I got no idea, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that, that, that's a good answer, honestly. But, I uh, love yeah. seeing
0: the basketball team around. I saw Jared Lucas and Gianni Hunt and Roman Silva. They were all at the game on Saturday. Oh, really? Like, nice. I, I just saw them like, walking through the stands. They're kind of like celebrities
1: out there. Yeah, at them. yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. But, Hopefully so. Gentlemen.
1: Bowling. We go in bowling. Oh, we not yet. Not, not yet. Not yet. Almost not there. yet. It's a We're possibility. We're almost,
2: yeah, almost there. We're, We're almost like there. We're wo- it's, it's
0: a possibility.
2: We're.
1: Let's look at. Let's look at the. Yeah. Nice week. Before we go bowling, or before we are eligible to bowl, we need to be one more. We opponent. need to beat one more. That could be that. Cal could be Cal, Cal in, in Berkeley next Saturday,
0: four p.m. Right now, Oregon State is. Only a one-point
1: favorite. Which is kind of surprising. I thought it was Honestly, really surprising. I'm going to be honest. That worries me. But Cal is a good team. Yeah, Exactly. Well, it worries me because Oregon State, they've been down in all their games. Like, the like the underdog in all their games when they've won. And the fact that they're the favorite now, I'm concerned about that a little bit. We
0: They need to learn how to win when they're the favorite, not yes. just the underdog. It's yes. getting a little annoying.
1: Or just, why not just win in general?
0: Or just win always. Why not just win, yeah, why why you don't just just win, win out? Just win out, yeah. Let's <laughs> just win out. That's okay. I'm still out. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Even Cal-, though
2: Cal is two and five.
0: Going to their win against Colorado. Colorado, yeah. Dang. 26 to 26 three. 26 to three. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Ugh,
2: it was a tough day to be a CU fan.
0: Who does Cal have? I know they have Chase Garber.
2: Kaliki Latu, their freshman tight end, has been. Has he great been that guy? This season. Yeah, he's been that guy. <laughs> he has been that guy.
1: I'm about Chase Garbers or no who? Kiki Watu, freshman tight end from oh, yes. Jesuit High School. Yes. In really, Sacramento Jesuit. California. Oh, from oh. Sacramento. Oh. Hey, yeah. I
0: know someone. One of my friends went to that high school.
1: Ben, you know, you know everyone. I swear, yeah. I do. Really, I'm a very <laughs> personable guy. So, ben knows everyone. I do. R... If you know me, no, you don't. <laughs> if you know me, no, you don't. <laughs> Walking down the street, no, you don't. <laughs> Yeah, so far,
2: just, at least in that game, he's he at least in the Colorado game, three receptions for 36 yards, a touchdown, Ooh. long of 24. Dang. Dude was having himself a day, even though mm-hmm. limited action. Limited action,
0: Cal's one of those teams, similar to Stanford, similar to USC. They have, well, maybe not like USC, but they have talent and they can kind of just go off on any random game. They really You true. can't. That's why I think them. <laughs> only being a one-point underdog to us is a little scary because yeah. even the people making the bets don't know. Like, making eh. the spreads, they like, eh.
1: you never know. But Maybe. you have to put some
0: respect on Oregon okay.
1: State. I think respect to Cal, too, because they almost beat Oregon.
0: Yeah. yeah. So the fact yeah.
1: that, oh, they beat them last year, and then the fact that they almost beat them again this year, scary. Very yeah. very scary. Oregon just keeps winning by a marginal amount. They really do. It. Yeah. Some reason, we're not they really gonna do. talk about that. That's we're, this is no. this isn't the Duck Podcast. If someone that
0: <laughs> little school over down south is talking about it, they can. Yeah. <laughs> not us.
1: We're a good school. <laughs> good good school, school up north. Little school down south. Leader of the north. It. No, just uh, yeah. Uh, oh gosh, yeah. I can't even. Uh, this game's gonna be honestly. Do you have a score prediction? I, I'm really bad at predicting scores. I'm gonna predict Oregon State by 10. I don't even know what I predicted last week. I don't I don't know either. I can't. I want to say I like
0: 27, 21, or like 24, 21. Really? I was wrong.
1: I, well, I, was, I was dead wrong. wrong in my prediction.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was dead wrong. I was
1: close. I was I, I said Oregon State by 10 and they beat him yeah. by seven. So. This week in Berkeley away,
0: Oregon State wins. I hate saying it, but I just think they're gonna win by touchdown.
1: Yeah. No, that's reasonable. It it's a safe bet, But like bay. yeah. See, I went by ten I'm being a touchdown and a field and goal. Yeah, a field goal. Yeah. Touchdown. That's good.
0: That's
2: good. I think I think looking here at the score when they played Oregon. I think I think twenty seven twenty seven or to like seventeen or 24-17 mm-hmm. is probably a reasonable score. I'm gonna likely. I'm gonna go
1: I'm gonna change your mind to uh beavers by eleven. Three, <laughs> three field goals and a safety. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Go Beaver, beavers by ten but yeah. yeah you gotta give credit where credit is due even though cal they had their two and five they have fought every they single game fought, yes. they have fought every single game Chase no garbers look really good yeah no win or no loss that they've, has been given to them mm-hmm. has been taken or given easily they've yeah. fought yeah. every single game so i'm honestly i'm nervous about this game <laughs> i am
0: I'm looking at our remaining five games uh the opponents i'd Rank them personally as the third hardest opponent. Third hardest, third or fourth. They're tied with Stanford.
1: Stanford, I think ASU is going to be our hardest opponent. Personally. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I, I don't would think. Look. I don't think I would. If you'd given me this schedule start of the season, I would say Oregon would probably be our toughest. Yeah, yeah. which makes. But sense. now, at this point in the season, I think it's ASU. Arizona say that Well, yeah. then
1: again, Utah did beat Arizona State and by the transitive property, as Ben taught me, mm-hmm. uh, we can beat be Arizona State. <laughs> okay,
0: yeah. Transitive property
1: never fails. It never never, <laughs> never by the there, by My math <laughs> teacher told me that it never fails. As Ben, as ben taught me like two minutes ago. <laughs> Are there
2: any areas of improvement for the team kind of going into this I think this the week?
1: defense needs to wake up. Yeah. Like, start off hot. Start. Or, or, or well,
2: and has offense the
0: ball. too. Whoever has the ball first. Start hot, exactly, finish yeah. hot. You gotta go Four quarters full. I mean, they know that. Oh, yeah. We're on the outside here. They're the team. Know. They know exactly, that. Exactly,
1: yeah. You just have to see it. No, honestly. Yeah. It's just, it's it definitely yeah. it's going to be. I will say, though, I do hope Chancellor has another game. Like, I will say, going back to the Utah game, that third quarter, uh I forgot. It was like a, like a drive, like three or four plays. That was the best of Chancellor I've ever seen. It was yeah. like a beautiful, like, reception after reception. And I was like, dang, this man's got a cannon, like, launching it back and forth. And I was like, I was, I was in the booth losing my mind, and Ben Paul was like, "I told you, Andres," and I was like, "Yeah, you told me, Ben." <laughs> <laughs> but we just like, I want to see more of that chance zone, that confidence, because yeah. honestly, because yeah. his confidence, it's there, you know, because he's leading. That he's leading an Oregon State team that three, they were three and two, now they're four and two, and oh, three five. and one. Now they're four. I don't. They're winning. They're, they're winning. winning. <laughs> we're well, five and two. Five. And, they're five and two. Yeah. 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 Nonetheless, the fact that he's leading that, it's, it's like have some confidence man and he's getting he's getting back to it which i'm really excited to see but at the same time he's very i will say that one thing champson has to work on personally this is my record he has to commit to a play so for example if he's going to run it commit to the run if yes. He's gonna throw it, yes commit to the throw mm-hmm. yes that's kind of what happened when uh he fumbled the ball and the utah player picked it up because he just didn't know he didn't know what to yeah. do
2: yeah and even the crowd was telling him to run, too. I, I nah, saw people
1: pointing. Yeah,
2: yeah, no. He came up
0: with a big run later in the game. Yeah, he, like did, he made he up did, for did. it, no he doubt, did. getting a first down when we really needed it. He
2: did. Yeah, and I think, too, not trying to, like, you know, do any trickery to no, yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. That reverse sort of handoff thing that oh, we had on yeah. the kickoff. That was weird. That, was, that, wasn't the, that wasn't the move. That wasn't the move. It's like, sure, yeah, Utah scores on their first possession, yeah. right? But did you really have to do that?
1: Yeah, a little, mm-hmm. little triggered by Josiah like Irish. Yeah. Uh, I re- I, I, it honestly fooled me because I was following Josiah Irish, and I was like, wait, does he have the ball still? And then he did. And uh, But I think one thing that made it like so clear that it didn't work because he was like at the corner of the end zone. So if it was a handoff, it going to go out of bounds either way. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, um, yeah, I mean, I guess the only trickeration that Oregon State really does is just those jet sweeps, and they work every it's single effective. time. It's effective. Yeah. It's effective, yeah. You fake yeah. the
0: handoff to Baylor, Fenwick, and now Trey Lowe, yeah. and it's really effective. You have to For really commit to, to – as a defense, you have to commit to yeah. stopping the run. If that goes to show just
1: like the respect that these um, defenses have for the offense. Yeah, and yeah. offensive yeah. line. Like the fact that they could they could throw, they could pass. It's a yeah. play action. It's a it's a sweep, something along those lines. So the fact that they could just do just about everything, and the defense will be like, "What is going on?" It says a lot to just this Oregon State offense. And quite frankly, uh, I'm really excited to see just what they can really do. Just moving yeah, forward. Mm-hmm. Speaking I'm excited
2: what, to see what our special teams does because special teams had a great game against Utah. Well, great uh, game.
1: Uh, so back to that block point. I'm still on that block point. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. So it was kind of funny. because, Well, not funny. Like, Well, yeah, you, it was pretty funny to Utah, to me. Uh, So long timer stopped the ball, right, and punter got it. And you have three defenders. Obviously, three defenders, like, you know, making sure the punter is safe. All four guys ran and like jumped over them and they they did nothing. They were just they just collapsed. They were like, oh, <laughs> oh nope, <laughs> we're done. Nope, nope. That and was very not for that was very the brand. not. Yeah, very not for the brand. And then Puncher like died for a minute and they came back to life. But nonetheless, it was it was just crazy to watch. And I was like, oh my goodness, you know, just special teams. The fact that I think Josiah Irish too, because he was involved in both plays. He he was involved in the block punt versus Cal last year, the block punt this year. I think you're pretty sure he's the one that got his hand on the the second block punt. Mm-hmm. He's a very good D, uh, special teams um, player, which is funny because uh, over the, the spring and summer, they tried to convert him to like a defensive back. Really? Yeah. 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 And it didn't work um, just because he played defensive back in college, but this didn't didn't click or nothing like that. But um, he's still looking phenomenal. Even though he gets limited touches... He shines on special teams. So he's he's, a key, he's a key player for a State for
0: sure. I'd want to see special teams continue to do what they can do. Yeah. Potentially get another block punt.
1: No more, no, no fake punts. No. No, Speaking no fake
0: punts. Hypotheticals, things that could happen. You guys want to play a little game right now? Yeah, we're at it. Yeah, sure. sure. All, All right. right. Sure. Um, I love games. and the podcast right now. I was thinking, so the game's called Punt or Go For It. Oh I'm going to give you guys some hot takes. Okay, okay. okay. You're either going to punt, not, not really go with the take, or you're going to go for it. Okay. And you're going to explain why you... Why you want? Oh, okay, okay. I right. love this. Huh? Should, First, we, should we
1: all go and give one?
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll send it down the okay, line. I okay. just got some questions for you guys. Okay, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Oregon State has five games left, three of them on the road. Okay. Punt or go for it on Oregon State winning three out of the next five games. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um.
1: So, punches they don't, and go for it as they do. Yeah. Go, go for, for it. Go for it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can it. see it. I can realistically. I can see, see it, it in the
0: schedule right here. I honestly think the next three wins, not wins, three games could be wins. Yeah. Leading up into Arizona State, Oregon.
1: Stanford Stanford's just keeping out for it because they did beat Oregon. I know. Yeah, so I'm, so Stanford, yes. Stanford. Stanford. Yeah. that's the thing, like That'll out, be fun here. Yeah. pac football in general is just insane. And you actually guess yeah. it you never know what's gonna <laughs> yeah, happen. Yeah, you never know what's gonna happen. And packet football isn't like for example, you could beat like a top ten mm-hmm. team in the country and then lose to like nobody next week yeah. next week.
0: It's
2: it's insane. <laughs> yeah. That's why I love college football.
1: College you, football. You yeah. never know what can happen. How
0: about punt or go for it with Oregon State, Oregon, that game being the tell-all as to who goes to the Pac-12 championship game.
1: Go for it. Go for it. I can
2: realistically see that happening. I can see that happening. I'd love
0: for a time. We basically just need to win out.
2: Yeah. Pretty much. Oregon
0: Oregon needs to lose. Oregon can lose or they can continue to win out, and it comes down to that last game against us. I mean, when was the last time... Uh, rivalry game has held so much significance as uh, probably. pac twelve.
1: Whoa, I oh. that's gonna take some his like that's oh. gonna take some data research, but yeah. I wanna yeah. say right? our encyclopedia, what do you got?
0: Uh, <laughs> that's
1: uh that, ooh, that's way <laughs> out the of my Brain mind. Is scanning. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, <laughs>
2: like that is way <laughs> I wanna see it happen. I think I think it's be been the first for, probably the first time in a while. Ooh, I, don't, I, don't, I, I do remember remember know that
1: Oregon State they've held first in the conference for the first time yeah. ever, right? Yeah. yeah. The first. So I've
2: always been second. Like I know, I know. The I, know, highest, I, I so think. I think for I think where our we've fresh, been. my
1: our freshman year, they were second in conference.
0: Mm-hmm. right? Um, our and freshman third. year, two no. thousand they were they're five seven.
1: Wait, no,
2: that's how we finished the end of end of the year. Yeah, yeah,
1: we seven. finished. Yeah, seven. yeah. five seven. Okay, okay. but yeah. second in conference. I'll believe it. Right? Yeah, uh, don't don't call me on that.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. I, re- I remember. Yeah, yeah, that's how we finished there we go. Yeah, and is back.
1: All right, there we
0: go. Having this much significance going into that game would be great for Oregon State, though. This whole season, we've only. I mean. Going on air is always fun, but we've been on Pac-12 Network the entirety of the season. The next, really, yeah. the if next, we could get College All the game games day. leading up to Oregon. College Game Day at Oregon College will Game all Day. Pac-12 Network.
1: At College um, Game Day. Get, Oregon, ben get Ben on air. <laughs> Oregon, Oregon
0: State's always a nationally televised game. Normally ESPN picks it up. It would be great for the school. I mean, both schools, but to have a super yeah. significant game on ESPN nationally covered, more people tuning in, seeing Oregon State, learning about our, our season this year, and kind of the story of what we've done the past few years, I think it'd be oh, great man. to improve the program and just kinda it's honestly. always great to show our name. Yeah, exactly. I, honestly
1: I do think that by the end of this season this could be like a documentary that they could make in like yeah. thirty years. It's like, Speaking well, of
2: documentaries, well, the basketball team's getting one. Wait, really, I just really? saw that, yeah. Really? yeah.
1: Wait, 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 wait. wait, Yeah, the men's basketball team is getting on. What? breaking news. right? Yeah, yeah. Ryan, Ryan elaborate. Right. Yeah, elaborate. I I saw... You can't, you can't just jump a cliffhanger like that. <laughs> what? Ryan. All right, Come let, me, let, me, here, let Ryan. me... Ryan, why, why? I know. why didn't you put that up earlier, Ryan? That's <laughs> bad timing, this. I mean... Ryan, your <laughs> role is the encyclopedia, therefore you're supposed to know this stuff before us, and you don't bring that up, Ryan.
2: I know, that is... That is that is bad on me. So Next documentary though,
1: you're uh, saying
0: Oregon State men's basketball team from last year.
2: Yeah, that oh men's God. basketball team. Oh my goodness. We
0: had a camera crew
1: on us recording. No, How but we? they could just interview. All
2: people. right, here's mm-hmm. the tweet. Get what you earn, earn what you get. Launching tonight at 8 p.m. Get what you earn, a five-part documentary providing fans an ultimate all-access journey into the 2021. 20, 2022 Oregon State Men's Basketball Program. Go to
0: Oregon State Hoops on Twitter to see that tweet and check that
1: out. Yeah, that's I'm reminded a, by the Oregon State Hoops Twitter. Yeah, I want to look into that. What? Ryan. <laughs> Ryan, I feel betrayed. We feel betrayed. The fact that both of us are just staring at you right now. <laughs> I'm supposed to study tonight. I can't be watching know, a five-part a documentary series. Ryan, now you drop that. Like, now I have a document I have to watch? All right. Yes. Last, last question. <laughs> uh, or go for it. Watch all five parts of the documentary Go tonight. For it. Go, for it. Go for, Go it. for it. Go for it. I
2: will say my favorite part that kind of got under, undercut a little bit in the whole Utah game was uh, Rajon Wright giving a handshake to Utah's kicker he and did. the kicker missing.
1: Oh, you you called that. I did call that. I remember. No, <laughs> what happened? So pretty much it, it, was, it was kind of a funny sequence. So uh, uh, it was literally just like Rajon Wright. It was it was like fourth down. It was like fourth and manageable, uh, Like a, maybe like a 30-yard something attempt. Marion Wright goes to the Utah's kicker, shakes his hand, right, and then goes like to line up, but, like kind of like and, like get ready for the block. And he's like like waving and waving and waving, and the kicker misses it. Oh, that's cold. And then Paul, yeah, Ben Pono was just laughing on him. We <laughs> were like, we were like, oh, we were, like you should see dirty. That's <laughs> cold.
0: He just shook his hand. Just, <laughs> that's LeBron-esque.
1: <laughs> that, really that, just, like, that is so like, savage. We were like, what is he doing? Because like we had him with Knuckles, like, what is he doing? Like sh- shaking his hand. Like what is what does that signify? And then, cause then we're like, if he misses it, cause cause of the handshake, and sure enough, he missed it. We're just I want like, to
0: imagine he said something too. I, no, I, 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 want, I really
1: want to get him on here. And, I, I want to get him on it. just yeah, just to just know what that. was
0: going <laughs> on. We do need a player on
1: here. That we'll we'll was figure challenge. it out. We'll, we'll get will. somebody we'll on. Get someone someone on, on here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, But definitely, I want to I want to ask him like, what? What did you tell him? And then <laughs> it's gonna be like like something like something stupid where it's like, hey, don't miss.
2: <laughs> <laughs> if it's that, still, it's hilarious either way, though. It like easy time. money, right? Easy <laughs> money. Just, he just misses it wide right. <laughs> we we're,
1: uh, were just like, oh man, that was so much fun to watch. Menpaw and I lost our minds. You're like, you did not just shake this man's hand. <laughs> I, yeah, <laughs> cause him to miss. Not a not illegal. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a <laughs> legal play. <laughs> it was it was savage. But back to my documentary thing. Before Ryan like dropped a bombshell on us. Yes, I do think that going back like. Like thirty years on the line, this team will get a documentary on them. I think it could like, be the change of Oregon could, State culture. It could be, yeah. And we're living through it. We're calling. We're, it, we're the starts. We're, think about it. When it's that happening when, because when that of docu- us. Exactly. When that documentary exactly. drops, like I'm gonna like retweet this and be like, "Yo, I called it." And I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna call it this moment too. So if that document comes out in the future and it's me listening to this, I call history. Can I name it right now? I will say, speaking of naming, I have named a couple of different organs State plays, and I do want some credit for them. You have. For example, uh, remember last year against Cal uh, where Jebbia pitched it to Baylor? Baylor pitched it back to Tajon Lindsay. Oh, yeah, was a yeah, yeah, I called it the Corvallis special, and I tweeted at the moment it happened. I want my respect. I call it a Beaver special. I call oh, it I the saw that. special. He wants his copyright. I want, my cop- I want my trademark, my copyright, and my money right now. Didn't, didn't, <laughs> Put it on a t-shirt. Team, Put a t-shirt. Didn't the football team NIL.
2: tweet that same thing, right? Or didn't, something like
1: that? We'll, we'll see. I'll, I'll dig in the archives. But yeah. the, the if you hear the Corvallis special, it was me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going on with so many tangents, gentlemen. Should we just, yeah. should we just yeah, call it yeah, quits no, on the podcast? Yeah, Oregon, State <laughs> need, Oregon State needs
0: to keep all their success rolling. Yeah, There's a lot to look forward to in this next week. And can't wait to talk about... What happened previously? Next episode. Ooh,
1: yeah, so much fun. It's gonna be so yeah. much fun. Just See you know then. We ain't done yet. We ain't done yet. One more win, the Beavers going bowling. We ain't bowling done yet. Bowling, bowling. <laughs> bowling. <laughs> all right, guys. See you all next week. Oh, good night. Good night.